Hello to the humbled hopefuls of the world, to all the sincere seekers out there, and to everyone who is still becoming. This is the Wrong Conversation Podcast, and today we're going to be asking what is the key element or the leading factor that decides success in whatever you do. I am David Peters, and on behalf of myself and my dear friend and co-host, Adrian Fiorucci, we want to welcome you to our little podcast world. If you like what you hear, please follow the show, share us with your friends, and hey, you can even reach out to us at therongconversation at gmail. With that, let's talk about where to focus for more success. You want to do something or achieve something. So what's going to decide whether that something works out or not? What is the number one element to success or the number one key to success? And when I'm talking about success, we mean things like not just success in life in general or success in business or success in your project. It can be success in your marriage. It can be success in a spiritual pursuit. It can be success in teaching your kids or connecting with your friends. It can be success in personal fulfillment. We just mean what helps you get done what you want to get done. What should you be focused on? What's the best thing you can do? And I think Adrian has a great answer to this question. (laughs) No no pressure. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Great. <laughs> you better well, deliver, I man. I forgot what we were going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. so I'm with sorry that, to change. The, yeah. It was such a good lead-in, and I ruined it now. No, it, it's it, it it's like these things that we're always talking about, right? I think you and I are really big on the fundamentals. Like, we always talk about the little things that make big differences, all that kind of stuff. This is one of those things, and it's so fundamental because I think the thing that determines that the most is who shows up during those times, whatever the circumstances. And this gets complicated, and we're gonna get into this, I think, today, and, and it'll be really interesting, because like you said before we got talking, this is fertile, rich ground. There's a lot that could be talked about here, you know. But who shows up? And one of the things that gets interesting is there's so many different who's. Like, like the who that's doing the work, that's operating your business or showing up at the job, is not necessarily the best who that should show up at home. You know, if I'm giving you financial advice, I've said this before, right? You're going to listen and be like, okay, if, you know, Warren Buffett's giving you financial advice, you're like, whoa, you know, or you know what I mean? Like, it's a different who. Now, those are different people. Like, like so, so, but we have similar sort of, of differences running inside of us, too, I think. It, it, I think we're going to discover that, right? I mean, it, it, where there's different levels of our own being that we're operating at different times in different ways and getting in touch with that can be very useful and it can be almost that stark too right you know what i mean like warren buffett giving you financial advice as opposed to me you know that's a pretty dramatic difference uh, trust me <laughs> well the well the reason i think the reason why someone would take financial advice from warren buffett is because warren buffett has credibility and that's it mm-hmm. right and i think that's a really big piece of the puzzle to who's showing up yeah does who's showing up have some amount of credibility yeah now this doesn't just mean do they have a history of success right warren buffett has credibility because he has a history of success but we're not just talking about success in the world and knowing the skills i mean if someone shows up in an argument say you're having a negotiation an argument at home with your partner 
what might give you credibility that you are acting in good faith in an argument is how well you are listening. Are you truly being present and aware and mindful of who you're talking with? Right. right? Or who you're speaking to? Are you, are you the that, who that has to be yeah. right, that has to be correct? Yes. Or are you the who that cares about the person that you're talking to? There's a... Right? No, no, that, that's exactly right. It, and, that, and that leads to some amount of credibility. Part of what gives you credibility isn't just a history of success, but it is your intention. Like, yeah. do you need to be right? Are you there to be right? Are you there to solve the problem? And it also adjusts your attitude. Which, which attitude are you showing up with? Are you in, I need to be right, so this is going to be a fight? Or I want to solve a problem, so I'm curious about solutions. That's a, that's a vibe. That's an intention. Posture. Right? That's your word that you always... It's your posture. posture. Sure. Authenticity is another word that it keeps, as you say, credibility. I keep thinking that word. You know, who shows up to have that argument with the partner? Who shows up at work to negotiate with somebody? Who shows up to negotiate the car price, right? At the yeah, dealership. Right, right. Who shows up to teach the kids? Mm. Who shows up to uh, advocate for their cause? We, we just had this uh, ideals and ideas discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Who shows up to advocate for their position really matters. It does. It makes How all the difference. How you show up makes all yeah. the difference. Yeah. Right. I got to do it again. I've done this already, but because the, there's, the, there's the, the levels, the hierarchy, in my opinion, right? There's the what for this conversation, right? Like the what you're going to say for your ideals and, and, and then how you say it, which feels almost like who. But then there's another level, right? It's funny because if you really go into it, because how you say it matters a lot. It even matters more than what you're saying, in my opinion, because you can mess it up yes. a little bit. But if you're saying it in a nice way or in a way that works, right? But then who? That's the, that trumps it all, in my opinion. Like the, because, too, because of the posture thing, I think, right, David? Like you said, because somehow everything's different if the right who shows up. You know, like, like, like there's just a different feeling to the whole entire thing. And again, you might say something wrong or, you, you know, the what might not even be quite right. But if the who is right, it tends to work out. I really liked your example. Someone yeah. gives you 20 bucks. So, you know, if someone gives me 20 bucks, I can say, wow, thanks. Or I can say, wow, thanks. Right. Right. The, the what is the same, but the right. how has changed. Right. right. So in this hierarchy you're describing, what is almost at the bottom? Like what it you're is. saying, what you're bringing to the table is at the bottom. Then comes how, or how you do it. That's the $20 example yeah. that right. I just gave. But next to me is why. This is why? your intention. that's one of yours. Yeah. This is your yeah. goal. And I think that really matters. Is your goal to solve the problem? Is your goal to, uh, is to, you know, what, what is the goal? The goal matters. Your why matters, not sure. just to you, but to everyone else who you're interacting with. Yeah. And what, how, and why kind of all mix into this ball that creates who. I think about this, it's funny too, because in our world, what tends to take the highest spot? <laughs> Which, and I want to say this because it's not that that's not important. I want to make sure that, that I, that's why I want to take a moment to, to, to make sure that's clear. You know, it's not, not we're saying that what doesn't matter at all. It, of course it matters what you say. But we tend to put so much focus on that, on what you say, that we'll lose a lot of this other, and what we're losing is this depth. You know, we're going deeper and deeper, which then also what gets lost is this authenticity, I think.
uh, and I think this this shows up in coaching a lot. People come and say, "I want to achieve this goal. Mm. What do I need to do?" Yeah. Like, 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 what skills should I acquire? What do I need to practice? What do I need to do? And I say, well, there's a more important question than, than yeah. what do you need to do? It's who would you like to be? And the reason for that is, is that the, the person who gets it done doesn't just get it done because they do X, Y, and Z. It's yeah. because they inhabit who does that thing. They become right. the person who does the thing. And that's why who would you like to be? Because when you ask, what should I do? It's just, it's just so surface. You know, you're, you're going to show up with no credibility. You might be the wrong person to do that at that moment. But if you ask, who would you like to be? And then embody what you want to become. Then the what just gets done naturally. Because you are the who who does it. That's right. What do I need to do? How do I need to do it? When do I need to do it? And it's like this, the impossible math as I call it. It's just let the, all that go. Who needs to show up to get the job done? Right. That, that, that part of you is already in there. Who is it? And let's focus on finding that part of you and just allowing that who to come forward. And then it'll get done because it's so much deeper. It's not just a skill. It is yeah. an intention. It is a how. It is a what. It is a right. why. Right. And all of those things are so important. And like you said... We, we tend to stick on what and elevate it to the highest position. Exactly. And I think that's because what is the simplest, clearest thing. Sure. No, it's true. When you start talking about how you do it or why you do it, those are deep, ambiguous, they nebulous, are. confusing <laughs> places. Right. And we don't want to go there. Yeah. But, but I think because we don't go there, because what is the only thing we're really focused on, that we leave a lot off the table. We leave a lot of our... Yeah capacity for getting something done off the table. Well, that's an interesting point too, right? Right, Because it can be done at a higher level. I think also uh, what ends up happening is we find that it ends up not being what we wanted, you know, because of the what was, we put it as the most important, but there was so much more that was important and it slipped our notice. And then we get to be our age and we're like, why am I doing this? What is it? I, you know what I mean? Like, like, and it, that's the midlife crisis sort of situation. I mean, it doesn't even have to take that long all the time, but it, you know what I mean? And that's because we're not asking those questions. We're not looking there. We're just looking for the quickest fix. The what is it, you know, what's going to make me money? What's going to get me the girl or the guy or, you know what I mean? And, and uh, we leave those places because they are. They're a little murky. They take more work, you know. Yeah, you, uh, you get there them. and you don't remember why, or you don't get there because you never asked why. Mm, even because yeah. why is a tremendous source of energy and motivation. It is. it is. And a lot of people who make it, like again, let's go back to musicians. Like, why did some of these people make it when so many other talented people didn't? Well, usually when you hear their story, like they were incredibly driven. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, they had such a deep why. Right. And and they had the right how, how they did it. You know, how their attitude toward it, how they did it, whatever it was. It was like this magic thing, but it wasn't just that they had the what, the talent, the skills. No, right. There's you know, so many of those. <laughs> yeah. It was that what plus how plus why all got together yep. and created who. And then the who is who we found compelling. Right. I, I think about someone like a Johnny Cash. 
mm-hmm. right? And then I think about someone else trying to sing me a Johnny Cash song, and it doesn't quite land. Yeah. Right? Or Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, right? <laughs> they're they're going to bring me something, right? right? That Barry Manilow isn't going to pull off. <laughs> right? right, right, or there's well there's said. Frank Sinatra. You know, there's all these people. If you think about why we love them, is because it's not just the song. Because different people can sing us those songs, but they're not going to land. It matters right. who is singing that song sure. just as much as the song matters. Yeah, you, know, you can take any of these famous songs we all love, and you can say. What, what are the chords in the songs? Or, or what are the, all the words? Tell me all the words to one of your favorite songs. And a lot of people can't even do that. No, right? Why do you love the song? Oh, I just love to hear this person sing me this song. Yeah. It's who. Yeah. It's not the what. The feeling, which is the who, I think. Yeah, it comes from the who. Which is, yeah. that's what we're actually exchanging. Yeah. Interesting point, actually. Is who. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's actually, that's the actual currency. That's the thing we're responding to. We're not responding to the words. We're responding to the words shared with us in a certain way from a person with a certain intention and place and credibility, right? Like, it's the whole picture. And if you're not having success in something, it might be because all you're thinking about is what and you haven't thought about how or why. Yeah, or who, right? This is why it's useful to ask the question, who's showing up. Because if you don't, then you might not even be aware of who that is, <laughs> right? Like, I know this is a real thing. When I talked about coming home from work, you know, my work is very, the contracting was very uh, intense in a way, right? I mean, especially because I'm running the jobs and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm the, the telling everybody what to do kind of thing. And, and, you know, and to show up home like that, didn't work very good, and I would. And it wasn't intentional. This is what I'm trying to point out. But once I became aware of that there were different who's in me, there were different parts of myself, and that I had to be mindful of who was coming home, and that I needed to kind of shift that energy a bit, you know what I mean? And w- because when I didn't, it wasn't very good. You know, it wasn't a good situation. And I started watching that, you know, transpire. It wasn't good. But once I started asking that question, who's showing up, then I could start seeing, oh, I'm still being the contractor. Not the husband, not yeah. the father, right? Why isn't your room clean? What is it? You know, like all these things. Like all of a sudden, I'm just being the con, you know, telling everybody what to do and how they're not doing it right. And, you know, I'm, I'm not that mean of a boss, by the way, but <laughs> just saying. You know. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I worked with you for a day and I never came back. <laughs> you had blisters on your hands and feet. And yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Uh, that might say more about me than you but um (laughs) i didn't like real work um yeah who's showing up i i well i when i talk to people about parenting i ask them Mm. i I suggest the same thing because i know it's true for me if i'm in work mode and get things done mode yeah or if i watch the news or something that's going to get me into Mm. some mode then who shows up when it's time for me to go spend some time with the kids for the night and you know, like connect with them. Yeah. I can't do it. I, I'm the wrong me. Does that mean yeah. the other me doesn't exist? The me that's really with my kids and connected and open? No, that's also me. Sure. But which one's walking in the door? That's it. And if we're not looking the there, ki- asking that question, it's very yeah. easy to miss it completely. And it's not just, it doesn't just affect you, it affects them. Yeah, of course. It affects who they become. 
right? So say you come in with, you come in as the contractor, you, you talk to your family, do this, do this, boom, 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 right? Then instead of them being the who that shows up welcoming you home, then they become the defensive who. Oh, they, yeah. they become, they become oh, different yeah. who's, right? So your who yeah. can like shape who else shows up around you. That's so true. You know what used to happen? They'd scatter. Daddy showed somehow they had something else to do. They were all in the room before I showed up, you know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, it's so true. And, you know, here's the thing, too. Um, and I actually want to talk about parenting a little bit more, too. But it's what you could consider the ripple effect. It affects the whole world. Yeah. You know, because how you raise your children, who, who shows up as you're raising your children, if it's the same, you know, wrong who, if you want to put it that way, over and over and over again, that leaves an imprint on your child, that ripples out into the world. I mean, this is kind of obvious, but it's important to notice. Like, this is big, deep stuff, you know. Another one that I see with, with um, that's interesting, too, with, with parenting, and, and the who is not clear often, and that's very confusing for children. So, in other words, you're trying to be the parent, but you're not quite being the parent because you kind of want to be a friend, too. <laughs> right? And, and, of course, we all have that impulse, but that is a very mixed message. So, sometimes it's very important to realize that you're mixing those who's up, in a way, and to get a little clearer on, I need to lay the law down here a little bit as, as, as an example, right? The friend me has to set, be set aside because there's something that needs to be talked about and corrected. And you know what I mean? And it's very, I think that's incredibly important when it comes to parenting, and it's easily missed. And then, and then you don't understand, why am I getting so much resistance from my child here? Or why aren't they hearing this thing every time I talk to them? A lot of times it's because the who that's showing up is very mixed, it's very muddled, and they're not getting a clear enough message. Yeah, they don't know who they're talking to. Therefore, That's they don't it. know they how don't to respond. Who. That's it. You just said it perfectly. And you can yeah. say all the right things. All the what could be right. You know, you need to do this or you shouldn't or don't you understand, honey, I've been telling you this, right? All the what's could be right. But if the who's showing up, they're not listening at the same level, you know, and they're not getting the message clearly enough. And that's more on the parent than it is a child. The child needs that clarity. You know, this calls help. back again to our power versus force mm. uh, conversation. Yeah. You know, I, I brought up one of the teachers, one of uh, my kids yes. teachers, you know, and um, and it almost doesn't matter what she says, but she has such a belief and a confidence that she can serve and direct that child that the child allows themselves to be served and directed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, there's enough there's enough confidence and belief and credibility there for the for the kid to to allow themselves to be led they they trust right right they they trust that it's in their best interest they they know who they're talking to and they know what they can and can't do as a response they know who they have to be and it really right. helps them yeah it does it does and i think that it's not just that the kid knows who they're talking to but the kid also knows who you're serving Right. So so if if you show up as the who that's there for your kids or there to parent or, or there to to set boundaries and, and shape things on their behalf, they know and can trust that if you're the who who's showing up wrapped up in your own needs and things, they also know that. Mm-hmm. They also know when it's about you, when you're telling them to be quiet, <laughs> sure. they will. My, oh, ki- yeah. my kids know, like when I'm, and it's so funny because my, my son does this a lot, I feel. I mean, 
if I'm in a really kind of edgy mood, he likes to poke at me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> right? Because he's kind of like, he's kind of, because there's something in the way. The, the, my who is not there with him because there's something, mm-hmm. I'm in a different who. Yeah. He almost wants to exercise it. He almost wants to get it sure. out of me by like releasing it, by like poking holes in it. So he comes up and he, he pushes my buttons, but I think it's an instinctual thing he does. Oh, yeah. Because he wants me to be a different who. And, yep. and it, so if nothing happens, I won't get to change into the who he wants from me. Sure. Yeah. You know, this is reminding me of, too, and this is some practical, simple things that I think we've talked about many times somewhere here or there. But, you know, there's a lot, you know, we're talking about deep who stuff, but some of this is actually what you might call, I don't want to say trivial, but it's because not trivial. This is what we're saying, but but surface in a way. Like if you're the who that's exhausted, that's a very different who. You know what I mean? Then, then mm-hmm. the who who's well rested. You know, if you're if you're the who that's stressed out because of a crazy day at work or a crazy, you know, something just you know you almost just got in a car accident, you know, or something like that, right? That's a completely different who. Uh, and and again, like in those times, probably not the best time to have those sorts of conversations. You know what I mean? Because it's it's not the right who. You'd be like, honey, I'm really stressed out, or I'm really tired, or you know what I mean. Uh, can we can we hit this conversation again later? <laughs> I think I, I just need a little bit yeah. of time, right? You know, as an example. And the reason why there there are all these different sides to us, it's not just it's much deeper than just your mood, right? The, this this fact that there's multiple who's mm. goes a lot deeper. And and this is something that that a quote that you showed to me that's kind of famous, but but. The quote is, man's name is Legion. Yeah. Right? But I but um, I just wanted to just open the door up because you're the one who like showed me that quote, and it's really changed my understanding of all this. And so I just kind of yeah. wanted you to open that up a little bit. Yeah. Do you mind if I read it? Because I actually have it. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're the one that always I, has all stuff. All I know is the man's name is Legion part. That, like, yeah, I just so, know the punchline. Yeah. yeah and yeah. It, it, So this is one of my favorite quotes, actually. And I stumbled upon this when I was still a, my late teens, I believe. And, you know, it, it stuck with me from that moment on. You know, it's like been living, kind of growing in me what this actually means. And, and uh, it's morphing over the years. So this is from Gurdjieff. Uh, Pretty, pretty famous uh, mid-century, uh, tw- tw- you know, 20th century uh, mystic philosopher guy. Anyways, so it goes something like this. Something exactly like this, hopefully. <laughs> Man has no individual I, but there are instead hundreds and thousands of separate small eyes, very often entirely unknown to one another, never coming into contact or on the contrary, even hostile to each other, mutually exclusive and incompatible. Here's the rub, though. Here's the rub, David. Each minute, each moment, man is saying and thinking, I. And each time, his I is different. Just now it was a thought, now it is a desire, now a sensation, now another thought, and so on. Endlessly. Man's name is plurality. Man's name is legion. It's heavy. It's a lot, but there's so much there, and and in some way, it's everything we're talking about too, right? Because we're always yeah. just assuming I, like like this is one uniform thing, <laughs> but if you pay attention, they're so different. They're so contrary. Sometimes they're mutually exclusive, you know. And it's a way that we can see this sort of schizophrenic nature, you know. 
that we... Yeah. Have you ever surprised yourself? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm guessing, right? Time, I mean, for me, <laughs> like, has something ever just come out of you that you're like, where did that come from? Exactly. That's you. It came out of you, but it surprised you. There's there's sides of yourself you don't know, or there's right. there's sides of yourself. I love it when it's like the the devil and the angel on the shoulder. Yeah. Right. And they're like little yous. Like if it's in a cartoon or something, yep. it's like little versions of you on on the shoulder and one one you know. And then they have an argument, and, and but I I think of it as not just a devil and an angel. I think about it. There's like six hundred of those little things yeah. in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. And they're all vying for attention, and they're all trying to to come up to the top of the pile. Yeah. To make a decision about where you're going to go, who's going to show up, and when we say you know who's showing up, and, and and how does that impact success and whatever you're doing, well. What we're talking about is is part of almost like go sifting around in that pile or become aware of who's in there and, and who is most appropriate to show up here, yeah. you know? Sure. And learn not just who's in there a little bit more and, and how to call them up or who's most appropriate, but just get used to this idea that there are a lot of different yous and just to be mindful of which one is dominant at the moment, which right. one is forward, which one is active, and then practicing being able to <laughs> switch between the different the different eyes sure. because there is no one eye it's like you disintegrate everything down to its base element and then you start back and, and i just think who would you like to be is such a powerful question because it it includes orientation it includes posture it includes right. capacity it includes intention. It includes your vibe. It includes all of these things. And once all of those things are in alignment, the right who shows up. And when the right who shows up, the right things get done and you have your success. Right? That's it. That's it, David. Yeah. It's such a beautiful thing. It's such a organic, you know, thing. I never thought of it in terms of who. This is this all comes from you. You were the one who said who shows up. And when you said that, it instantly landed it. Because it's a very simple thing to say, who's showing up. And it's a simple thing to understand. There's lots of different me's. Which me is showing up right now? That's easy. But it contains everything. Yeah. It contains yeah. all of your abilities, all of your powers, all of your motivations. That's what shapes it all. And so you don't have to get in and untie every little knot and understand every crevice and corner of your psyche right right you just have to stay aware of who am i in this That's moment and that is what will decide yeah what Perfect gets done David. what happens 